Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. Today, I'm joined by my guest, Stacy Wright. Stacy is a serial entrepreneur, five startups with revenues up to $5 million. She's owned more than 16 U.S. and 11 international patents. But after a series of events that led to her losing her business and her marriage, she was forced to start over as a single mom at 47. This time with nothing to lose, she decided to test life and the limits to see what else was possible. She had sensed that there was more to life than what we know, and after this experiment, she found astonishing and revolutionary truths that have not only transformed the way she does business, but also equally transformed others in her space of influence. Stacy now has two businesses, five brands, and three products. She shares this hard-earned wisdom with others through an online community helping entrepreneurs bring their vision to life with greater power, ease, Enjoy. On today's episode, we talk about human design, which is a system of wisdom that provides a unique roadmap for individuals, helping them understand how they are designed to interact with life, make decisions, and live out their purpose. We talk about her surrender experiment, which is a book, and then now I'm reading it, so it's really exciting. So, how she did her surrendering surrender experiment, how she survived losing everything in midlife, um, about her business, CEO essentials. And this is just a really great conversation Stacy and I have. So I hope you all enjoy it and please share it with someone else you think will benefit from it. Leave a rating and review and enjoy guys. Hi guys, I'm so excited to have my guest Stacy Wright join us today. Hi Stacy, how are you? I am doing fantastic. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for coming on. Um, Stacy and I were actually talking before we even hit record, and we have so much to talk about, and I'm really excited. But first, can you tell us about yourself? Sure, sure. Yeah, I am an, a serial entrepreneur. I've had five businesses over the last 20 years. I have had great success and I've had great loss. And uh, we had one company built up to a $5 million company with a patented product, wow. sold it to all across the United States and retailers and in several other countries, ended up with a $3 million lawsuit and lost everything. And my partner was also my husband at the time. And I also lost my husband. So we went through a divorce. Oh, no. and bankruptcy. Oh, wow. Yes. Total loss. It was a total yeah. loss. And from that, I learned so much just in the process of re, um, re-engaging with life after that big loss. And what happened after that has been nothing short of magical and miraculous. And um, that's the, the stuff I love to talk about is just the resiliency that we have as human beings and what can come from the ash when we 
learn to surrender to life and let life bring us what is correct for us. And so that's, that's a big part of my message today and what I share. And today I have two businesses. I have three products. I have five brands and a philanthropic organization. So all of that from, from the wow. ash of complete loss. So that's who I am. Yeah. That's amazing. How do you find time for all of this? That is an excellent question. <laughs> That's an excellent question. And a big part of what I learned when I was going through that huge, tremendous loss, I really turned inward. And I really took that as an opportunity to go into what I call a surrender. So I read the book. Have you ever read the book, Michael Singer, um, The Surrender Experiment? No, I've heard of it though, but I have not read it. Yet. It's a fantastic story about a guy who just decided to let life show him what life would bring him. He he just put one foot in front of the other and followed the the breadcrumbs, if you will, of his path mm -hmm. and ended up with these fantastic entrepreneurial ventures. And at that moment in time in my life, it spoke to me. It spoke to me on a deep level. And I had nothing to lose. Like I'd already lost everything. So I thought, why not have my own surrender experiment? And let's see what life has. Let's see what life's really about. Because I felt deep down that there was things that I didn't understand about life. And there's more to life than we know, than we've been taught. But I didn't yeah. know how to access that knowledge. And so I thought, well, I'll just go into a surrender experiment and let life show me how this works. And so through that process, I was introduced to human design which is a method. It's, it's, it's a system of wisdom. That's very mm -hmm. unique to each individual. It's based on your time, date and place of birth. And it gives you a blueprint of how you're designed to interact with the energy of the world, how you're designed to create, how you're designed to make decisions. And so it, it in and of itself is an experiment. So I had the surrender experiment going and I thought, well, I'll start with the human design experiment as well. And I set out on this journey to see what life would bring me. And all of these things came through that experiment. And I don't know how I have time for all of it is I guess the yeah. short answer to that is there's more to life than we know. There's more to life. There's more to time than we've been taught. And when we live in the, um, in the magic of life, we can, we can do a whole lot more than when we're trying to structure and organize and make things happen. Yeah. I, that's so true. Um, so you mentioned human design and this is something I just found this year, like even just a couple months ago. So I'm pretty new to it, so, but I'm really fascinated by it. Can you, um, can we talk more about this and you explain uh, more to us? Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you for that <laughs> invitation. I get so lit up talking about human design. I would love to talk about that. Okay. So I know you said you put in, um, your date, your date of birth, your location of, of birth, right? Yes. Yes. And then it gives you a chart. Yes. It gives you a chart. And in the chart, it's a, it's a pretty complex mechanism. The human design combines five ancient wisdom, including astrology, the I Ching, the quantum physics, the Hindu chakra system. And then there's one other one. There's mm -hmm. just, so it's all of these combined into one. So it is really, there's a whole lot to learn about human design. And I always tell people, don't worry about all the things in human design. Yeah. Find out your type, which 
involves a strategy. So, you know, your type and your strategy, then your authority, which is how you make decisions, and then your profile. And with those four basic pieces of information, you can go out and have your own experiment and start seeing how life works differently than what we've been taught. So the whole mm-hmm. premise of human design is a system to help you decondition and deprogram your mind. Cause we've all been conditioned with beliefs and with um, limiting beliefs. We've heard that term, right? We believe yeah. that money's hard to come by and we don't have enough time. And there's, you know, we, we can't do that because X, Y, Z. So we have all these, these thought processes that live in our, our mind. How do we undo those? And how do we move past those? It's, it's, there's a reason we have them. It, it allows mm-hmm. us to operate in the world that we live in. But, but what human design says is we're going into a new era of humanity. We're evolving. And with this system, it gives you the opportunity to not make decisions with your mind, which, which is where all the limiting beliefs live. It gives you an alternative to make decisions. And then you have an experiment and life shows you what is correct and what is appropriate for our evolution of where we're going. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. So I know I'm a generator yes. and then I see, I read things like, um, and it's mostly like on Instagram, but it will say like how to deal with, um, people in work or, you know, business Mm -hmm. or life. Yes. Um, but isn't most people, is it like 50% are generators? There's actually 70% of the population today on the planet is a generator type. And there's two different generator types. So you have the generator, the pure generator, and that's about Mm -hmm. 33%. And then there's the manifesting generator, which is a combination of the manifester and the generator, but it has its own type. And that's about 33%, somewhere in there. So between the two of them, actually, it's not 70% then is it's like 65%. Um, generators mm-hmm. on the population uh, in the in the population. So, a generator type. What that means is we're designed to respond to life. We're not necessarily designed to go out and make things happen and create things from scratch unless we're lit up about it. So it doesn't mean that we can't do those things. It just means that when we're starting into something, some new endeavor, some new process, or or we're we're um, looking to make a change. We want to respond to things that are brought to us. So either through an email or through somebody saying, Hey, I have an invitation for you to join this club or to do this thing, or you meet someone and you're just like, I want to spend more time with them. It really, yes, there's a big yes to that person. Then you follow that, that path Mm -hmm. where you're hearing yes. And the yes for generators typically comes from the sacral, which is the gut. Um, so, you know, we have brain cells in our gut, we have brain cells in our hearts and we have brain cells in our brain. Well, with, as a generator type, it's going to be that, that gut response where you get a yes or a no, and it's in your gut. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole, that's the, um, the, the strategy of a generator to respond and you respond with your gut. Yes or no. Then there's some, there's some other nuances with that. So if you're emotional versus non-emotional, that kind of changes the trajectory of how soon you make your decision, yeah. but it's still, the decision is still made with your gut response and it's a yes or no. And so as that, at having that as your type and strategy, then you go through life in a, in a receptive mode, instead of a going through life with a, okay, what do I need to do today to make everything happen? 
Yeah. It's a different mindset. It's a different mm-hmm. mindset. And I'll, I could give you a great example of this if you want to go. Yes, into that. please. Yes. Okay. So I was going through this experiment and it was right at the tail end of losing everything. And I hadn't, I hadn't, my new businesses hadn't emerged yet. And so I was in this in-between space space. And I received an email with an invitation to join this national entrepreneurs club. And it's, it was a networking group and you had to travel to go. And it was $10,000 to join for the whole year. And my gut said, yes, my gut was super lit up. Like, yes, do this. And my head was like, hell no, that is, you cannot know. You don't have an income right now. You don't need to spend that money. That money needs to be saved for something else. You need a new car. Like there was so many things that my mind was just saying, no, it makes no Mm -hmm. sense. But I was doing my experiment. And I was at that point, I was like, I have nothing to lose. So I'm going to do this except for $10,000, which is a lot of money. It's a lot to lose, but I was willing to, to do this based on just how this resonated with me. Right. So it felt like the right thing. So I went ahead and joined the membership. And I remember I wrote the entire check at one time instead of making monthly payments, because I knew the next month, my mind would be having the same conversation with me over and over and over. And I didn't want to keep having the conversation. So I wrote one check and I sent it off and I went to the first meeting, which was in South Dakota. And I show up to the meeting, have a great time, meet a lot of cool people and, mm-hmm. and then I come home and nothing came of that. And I thought, well, that was kind of scary that, you know, I spent this kind of money and nothing really came from, I met some nice people and that was wonderful. And then there was another meeting in New York. And so I flew to New York and that was even less exciting. Like, you know, didn't, there right. was nothing earth shattering, um, met some cool people. Like I did meet some cool people. Then I came home. And then after that, I didn't want to go to any more meetings. Like my gut was like, no, don't go to any more meetings. And I was really kind of dumbfounded by that. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to follow this. I'm doing this experiment. We're just going to follow through. We're going to see what happens. And about, it was probably nine months later, I, in just in conversating with, with a, with a acquaintance that I knew from my local area, we were talking about Mm -hmm. starting a business. We were talking about different product-based businesses. And I had experience with product-based businesses and she was interested in starting one. And every time I talked to her, I just got super lit up. Like it was just gave me so much energy to interact with her. And I thought, gosh, it would be fun to have a, you know, for us to have a business together. And the more we talked, the more it made sense. And so we started a business and the business was creating patented products. So we can take an idea from beginning all the way through patenting, engineering, design, manufacturing, and sales and distribution. So that's the business model. And we realized yeah. that our first upfront cost, the biggest expense that we were going to have upfront is patenting, because that can go anywhere from $4,000 on the low end to $20,000 on the high end. And so we decided we wanted to bring on a partner who would do the patent work. And, you know, it's, it's a little difficult to find a patent attorney who's willing to do the work for free in exchange for a partnership and a new venture that, you know, it could have, could not work. Um, that's a lot of risk for, for someone like that. And, but it just so happened that the very first person that I sat next to in, in South Dakota or North Dakota, wherever it was, was a patent attorney who was an entrepreneur and he and I hit it off. Like he looks like my brother. We just, we just had a great time. And so I Mm -hmm. call him up and I said, Hey, do you want to be a part of this? We're starting this new company. This is what we're doing. We need free patent work (laughs) and you can have partnership in exchange for that. And he said, absolutely. That sounds great. Let's do it. And 
since that time, he has written more than twice as much, done as more than twice as much patent work for us than the $10,000 that I spent on that membership up front. And what that taught me was that the creation process doesn't always happen linearly. It doesn't always make sense to our logical mind, but there yeah. is a, there is an intelligence that, that is bringing opportunities to us all the time. And that intelligence isn't limited by linear time. And that's yeah. happened over and over and over in every situation as I, my life has fallen back together through mm -hmm. this process of following my design, my human design in, in the surrendered state. If someone wants to see what their human design is, how do they go about doing that? There are a number of websites out there where people can get free charts through human design. I personally use Jovian Archive. It's J-O-V-I-A-N and then archive.com. And you just scroll down. It says, get my free chart. And you click mm -hmm. on that and you put your information in, you get your chart. In order to find out more information about human design, there, there are a lot of people who do readings for human design. So you can hire somebody that can give you a foundational reading, what's called a foundational reading. And they tell you, here's your type, here's your strategy, here's your authority, and here's your profile and explain mm -hmm. that to you in a way that makes sense. Right. If you, um, and that typically costs anywhere from a hundred to $175, depending on who you go to and, and where you, and you might find somebody that'll do it a little bit less expensive. There's also a ton of YouTube videos and just people that blog and write about this stuff. So people can also search and, and, you know, self-study. I did a whole lot of self-studying on this myself, just like, but I did need the foundational reading. So I knew what terminologies to search for. Mm -hmm. So there's also and on my website on ceoessentials.net, there is some free courses on human design introduction courses. So people can just go in there and get those for free and, and, get an introduction to what human design is in general. Yeah. So we're talking about entrepreneur, entrepreneur. I can't even talk today. Yes. <laughs> Being an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how would you suggest someone goes, go about getting into this? Into, into human design or into entrepreneurship? Into entrepreneurship. Okay. Awesome. Oh, I kind of, the answer goes both ways. So right. entrepreneurship, if, you know, if you have that desire that, you know, that burning inside or the, you know, that little flicker inside this is I want to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. um, I say the first thing to do is to, you know, connect with other entrepreneurs, be with other entrepreneurs and, and it just changes you as a person. I, mm -hmm. I, I'm a big believer in masterminds and, and community and, and being with people who resonate with your soul. And it, it, I believe it helps us to bring out our gifts and talents. Now I will say, I believe that we each have a seed of potential that lives within us for whatever it is that we're to bring to the world. And we all have our own unique thing to bring to the world. And if that is entrepreneurship, it's going to come out or you're going to get sick if you're not listening to it, right? There's, there's this force that is bringing whatever your potential is to life. So know yeah. that life is supporting whatever it is your heart's desire is. And if your heart's desire is entrepreneurship, there's a whole lot of support for that with just the life force energy. And so coming into a group that can grow you and, and help you along your journey, um, 
is great. And then also human design, finding your human human design, following Mm -hmm. your strategy and authority, and you'll get there with a lot more power and ease than if you try to forge the way yourself. Yeah, that's so true. Like how, how else, um, how else can someone come to you and you help them with, um, either human design or, um, entrepreneurship. I don't know why I can't talk this morning. (laughs) It's a big word. Um, (laughs) Yes. Becoming an entrepreneur. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah. So people can connect with me. I have a website called ceoessentials.net. That is, uh, it's a entrepreneurship mastermind. Uh, community. Okay. So people can go through there, read a little bit about the community. If they resonate with that community, they can go on Facebook. We have a Facebook group and it's called authentic and empowered entrepreneurial, something like that. But if you go to my, uh, Stacy Renee, Wright is my personal Facebook page. So if you can connect with me there and I often share things from the group, the community, but you can reach out to me and I can get you connected into the, the community. If that's something that resonates with, with your listeners and they, they want to be involved with that. Yeah. Um, I ask all my guests this, um, do you have a morning or a night routine? And if so, can you share it with us? Oh my goodness. Yes. That's a great question. I do. And I, it's, it's, it's my religion. (laughs) What I do, uh, to start my day, uh, Mm -hmm. is so important to me. So first thing I do when I wake up, I'm a meditator. So I meditate first thing in the morning and that's where I get my clarity. That's where I get my guidance. That's where I get like my to do's for the day comes from that time of of being quiet and um, listening to what it, what it is that the universe wants to tell me or that life wants to tell me or God wants to tell me. Um, that's first thing. And then the next thing I do typically is I go for a walk. I'm a nature walker and I love it. It's it's what I learned, you know, as I was going through the big loss of losing everything. Mm-hmm. And I realized that drinking a bottle of wine and eating frozen yogurt every night was not sustainable. I had to find another coping mechanism to deal with the extreme grief and trauma that I was going through. I started walking out in nature and there's a mile and a half track um, down the street from me. And I just go on that every day and walk that. And it's almost like a walking meditation. Like, you know, it just, it cleans my energy field. It clears me out and it just gets me in touch and in tune with the life force energy that's all around us all the time. And so that is a big piece of me. And then I'll typically take in a podcast or a book on tape or something like that for a bit. And that's how I start my mornings. I am into walking now too. I used to be like, um, I've always been into yoga, but, um, I was like a cardio queen, like hit running. Um, and then my back went out and now it's just walking, but it calms me so much more. I feel like, Mm -hmm. and I do that walking meditation too. And recently I've been calling on like, um, spirit guides or like angels. And I started seeing butterflies, um, robins all the time and yellow birds. And I've oh. never seen them. Like I see now. I'm wow. just like, wow. Yeah. That's so <laughs> cool. That's, that's awesome. That's the magic of life, right? That's mm-hmm. in, in, in nature. It's so prevalent right. more than anywhere else. So just getting out into nature is just so, I think so, um, soothing to my soul. Uh-huh. It is. And like in the sunshine, mm-hmm. I love it. 
Yes. Do you have any other um, like self-care practices you do either regularly or once in a while? I really do. Yes. I, you know, and this is something I learned during COVID actually is that I'm an introvert and I, and I Mm -hmm. knew I was an introvert, but I didn't realize how much time alone I actually needed until COVID happened. And I actually was one of the people that thrived during COVID because being alone is actually good for me. And I didn't realize how much I was forcing myself to be out with people. Um, And I didn't realize how much I was doing that until I was home alone for so long. And I just thought, wow, life is really okay right now. What is different Mm -hmm. about now? And, and so now I am very, I'm very aware of my energy needs and how's my energy doing. And so I'm very in touch with my energy and every day looks different for me. There's not a set routine that I do every day. I really follow the flow of my energy. And so when my energy's on, I cannot knock the to-do list off. Like yeah. I'm just like, check, 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 check. But when my energy is off, it takes, it's like swimming in peanut butter to try to get one thing <laughs> checked, off, checked off my list. Right. And so what I've learned to do is when my energy is down, go for a walk, go lay down, mm-hmm. go read, go, you know, scroll so- social media, like go do something other than try to be productive because mm-hmm. trying to be productive when my energy's not there, it just creates more angst and drains more energy versus if I listen to my energy and I follow it, then it bounces back and then I'm high again and I can check off all the things. So there's some days I get a whole lot done and some days I don't get anything done and it, but it all averages out over time. So that was, that's another big part of my, uh, my energy or my, my self-care is, is honoring my energy flow. Yeah. That's really good because not a lot of people do that. Um, they think when their energy's down, like they can't rest. It's such a, I think it's like a female thing. Like we're lazy if we rest. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And we've got so much to do. We've always Mm -hmm. got so much to do and we got to be productive and especially entrepreneurs and especially ambitious women. It's like, we have a lot to do in life. So we've got, you know, we want to be productive every moment of every day. And what I realized is that actually is counterproductive. Right. And it actually, to give yourself rest actually allows you to do more, um, on the other end of things, but we live in a society that doesn't support that at all. I know. know, And and this is an interesting thing that I learned about too, is the energy cycles of the male versus the female. So the male energy cycle is 24 hours. So in 24 hours, they cycle through their whole hormonal cycle. So they have the same you know, the same energy every day over and over and over Mm -hmm. females have a 30 day cycle or 28 day cycle. So our, our hormones act differently over a 28 day period, but yet we are subjected to a 24 hour period day. Our work weeks weeks are all based. Our work schedules are based around the 24 hour schedule, but we're not designed that way. So yeah. we may, we have some weeks that we're just on fire and getting all kinds of stuff done. And then we have weeks that are like, I can barely get out of bed. That is a normal flow of our hormonal cycle, but we're, we're in a world that says, no, we have to do all this in 24 hours and we have to start all over again the next day, which is, you know, why we have caffeine. Starbucks is so mm-hmm. popular and energy <laughs> drinks because we don't honor our energy cycles. But if we did yeah. over the long haul over, over, over time, 
we actually are more productive. And so you ask how I can do all the things I'm doing. It's really about following my energy and allowing the life force energy to do a lot of the work too. And that's a, another big part of what came out of my surrender experiment is learning about the life force energy. And that actually I did. I just recently wrote a book on, it's not quite published yet, um, but it's on the creation formula. Mm -hmm. So as I was going through this whole surrender experiment and going through, and all of this stuff was falling into my lap, it was falling back together. And I had people, cause I have a mastermind group and people were watching this happen, just going, how is this happening for you? Like, how is everything just falling together? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't have words for it. It just is, you know, they knew I was in a surrender experiment, but that's all they knew. And I, that's all yeah. I knew. I didn't have words to say, this is how it's all happening. Well, one of the days when I was out on my walk. I got a, I call it a download where it was just like, all of a sudden I had this knowledge of this formula for creation and how creation works and how we as humans get to interact with this creation form, this creation process. And it was very clear to me. And then I had this compulsion to share it with the group, with the mastermind group that I was in. Mm -hmm. So I put together a, a master or PowerPoint presentation, which I had never done before and shared this information with the group and it impacted them. And then the next month, the same thing happened. I got another download with more information. I shared it with the group. And so this went, happened over and over and over for, for a period of six months. And at the end of the six months, there was this whole like book written about the creation formula and how we can create with the life force energy and how, what our job is versus what the life force energy's job is. We have it all discombobulated and we've been programmed and trained and, and taught that um, we create with our minds and we create linearly and it has to make sense and all of these things, yeah. but that's so not true mm -hmm. and how to articulate that. That's what the creation formula is. So I do have an ebook coming out on the creation formula, but I do, there is a course. I did do a PowerPoint course on my website. So if okay. anybody is interested in learning about the creation formula, it's on the website yeah. too, under the course tab. And that I'll one leave is... all of this in the show notes too okay, perfect, for everyone. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Well, I am excited to check out your ebook. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I don't know when it'll be done. I still, I'm waiting for an editor to, to come along that it's the perfect editor to, to finish yeah. it off. But... That's exciting. And I'm also going to check out the surrender experiment too, because yes. you've really intrigued me on this. Yes. It changed my life a hundred percent. And human design cool. as well. And I would love to, yes. do, I would love to give you a foundational reading. If you want to do like a, we could even do it on the podcast and I could give you a foundational okay. reading on the human yeah. design. And that way your listeners can hear, um, about human design through a firsthand experience. Yeah. That'd be fun. We okay. could do like a part two. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. That would be awesome. I would love that. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And can you give um, your website one more time, even though I'll leave it in the show notes? And then do you have an Instagram page? And then you already mentioned Facebook too. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, www.ceoessentials.net, the website. On Instagram, it's CEO underscore essentials. And Facebook, there is a CEO essentials um, by Stacey Renee page on there. Okay. Um, and then from there, there's some groups or there's a group from there that people can join. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and joining me today.
Thank you, Nikki. And thank you for doing what you're doing and spreading this good word and, and mindset and helping people um, come more into who they truly are. I think that, I think the world needs a lot more of that. So thank you for doing this too. Thank you.